Hello guys, and welcome to another episode of All of the Above. Location status, I am in my bedroom today. I have a cup of herbal tea, some water. I have this new blanket that I got from Anthropology that is the most soft, luxurious thing I've ever felt against my skin draped across me. We recently got a new money tree, which is in our bedroom, and things just feel good. Things just feel good in the bedroom. I also recently got a new pair of PJs and I washed them and I'm so excited to wear them. They are hanging up staring at me right now, just begging for me to put them on. Today, what I want to talk about are four specific moments in time that have really impacted me. Four specific things that have been said to me that have altered my perspective and that I frequently reflect back on. I would dare to say that this has been life-changing events, life-changing moments, life-changing advice that is going to be core memories for myself for the rest of my life and I want to share them with you and maybe they'll really resonate with you, maybe not all of them, maybe one more than the other. I'm really excited to get right on into it. I'm so excited to just even relive these memories in time for myself, tell the stories, and have it immortalized forever on the internet. So I'm going to get right on into it. The first one had to have been a year, within the year of me graduating college. So take it back, 2017. 2017, graduated college. I'm going to set the scene a little bit. I was living at home in my par- in the house that I grew up in and I was applying for jobs with no success like applying for your standard 9 to 5 job the job that you go to college to achieve and in the meantime of while I'm applying for jobs I was nannying and I had nannied previously before college I had nannied for years I think I nanny since I was like 16, but this was now my full-time gig. It was what I was doing regularly, Monday through Friday, basically like a nine to five. And I was nannying my cousins and I've always watched them. They're the same family that I've had been watching since I was 16. And it was quite a vulnerable time for myself in my life, which I say that and kind of LOL in my head because I just feel like life in general has felt very vulnerable. Um, I don't know if that's just a product of being in your 20s, but I felt very vulnerable because I didn't have a job. I was struggling to find a job. My peers were either in their new jobs or going to grad school or moving away, and I just felt very stagnant. But I would try to remind myself that what I was doing was going to be something that I was grateful to be doing. And it was the honest truth because I thought that it was so special that I got to spend this time in my life and form these relationships deeper with the families that I was nannying, which they're my cousins. So it was family. It was my family. I was like, how cool that I get to spend this time with my cousins. I get to be a part of them growing up. We're forming these relationships so that as they continue to grow up, I hope that they still want to be in my like life. I hope that they want to still be excited to see me because I'm always going to be excited to see them. 
Um, and then moving on into adulthood, being able to have a friendship with them. They're going to end up having kids one day. I'm going to end up having kids one day. I want our kids to be friends. It's kind of like this thing in my family. Like on my mother's side, I'm really close with my extended family. And we all kind of have always been that way. We're kind of obsessed with each other. But all of that said, I was really shameful of what I was doing. And I remember that I had been going through a closet clean out as I do. It seems to be like every three months. It's just my thing. And I was going through my clothes, getting rid of things, packing them up for goodwill or giving them away to friends because I also like to do that. I like to give away my belongings. I often think, oh, I think this person might like this, so on and so forth. So I pack up a bag that I'm going to drop off to one of my best friend's house. And I'm driving to her house. I have the bag of clothes. I'm at her house now. And her dad answers the door. And I haven't seen her dad in a while. Life's we're adults now. We don't see each other that often, but her dad has been in my life for a really long time because this particular friend I've been friends with since the third grade. And he's excited to see me and I'm just there to drop off the bag. I'm excited to see him. And he's just asking me like pretty briefly. This was honestly probably less than a 20 second interaction. What I'm up to, maybe it was more than 20 seconds, but it was a very brief interaction. He was asking me what I was up to. And I say to him, I'm like, oh, I'm just nannying. And he goes, just nannying? And I got to be honest with you guys, I don't remember exactly the words verbiage that was exchanged, but he called me out in a fun, quirky way because my friend's dad is a very upbeat, fun, social guy. He calls me out for saying just nannying, as in I shouldn't feel like I am just nannying that I should embrace the fact that I'm nannying that I should that there's not something to put the word just in front of he kind of laughs and he's encouraging saying that's awesome I gave him the bag of clothes and I carry on I'm 27 now and I'm it's been what five years at least and that's still so impactful for me to just think back upon that this grown adult, this grown man that has lived so much life ahead of me, before me, for him to validate me like that, like that me nannying isn't something that I should feel unjust for, that I shouldn't feel like it deserves any sort of judgment for, which I was judging myself for because of where I was at compared to what other people were doing and not feeling like what I was doing with my life, what I was doing for work was something that I could feel proud for. It didn't feel like something I could say with my chest. It didn't feel like something that people would, in a sense, accept me for. And especially my older peers, not my older peers, my older family members and just the adults in my life that I want to feel like, hey, am I like doing this shit right? Like, am I living life okay it's so interesting to hear myself say this too because i just feel like this has been such a common trend in my adult life in general of feeling as if i have it's so funny because i feel like as if i have worked jobs that make it so that i am not well respected or that make it seem like ooh, carly doesn't know what she's doing in her life or i have worked jobs that i don't feel like i can talk about because i feel like 
it's not as accepted as other positions. And obviously this is something that I have have had to unpack, but I do feel like I am such an good space with it now which is so rewarding to be at even just thinking about recording this episode I was thinking about my thought patterns around social media and the personal training business that I've had and also this whole last year of me navigating what's next for me in my life and the amount of shame that I have felt around what it is that I do for work it's so funny to me because I'm realizing how narrow how narrow-minded I have been and how much I have let that shame consume me because it's just in my like line of life where it has seemed like, whoa, everyone around me has these more standard, in my eyes, job. And I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. So if that gives you reference to the lifestyles that I have been exposed to, And that's not to put any shame on anyone else. It's just so obvious to me now that this is the way that it's always meant to have been. And this is just who I am. And it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks as much as the part of me wants that validation from someone else that wants the validation from the adults in my life to feel like I am doing okay and to feel like what I am doing is something that's worth talking about and that something worth asking questions about and it's something worth being open-minded about but I'm never going to change like it's been five years since that moment and what I've only gone on to continue to have jobs that never fit that one mold of what I thought I was supposed to be striving for in life and now I feel like I'm in the transition of yet another job and who is to say how long I will end up doing what the thing is that I am now pursuing and I don't want to keep playing that game I don't want to keep playing the game of the shame game of the just blink game no matter what it is that I'm doing in my life it's always going to be exactly what I need to be doing at that moment in time and it's always most important that what I'm doing is first and foremost putting myself and my own happiness and my own well-being first and and if it means that I am less understood if it means that it looks like this compared to anyone else it doesn't it doesn't matter it simply doesn't matter and I can say that now after all these years but I think it really all stemmed from that one moment with my friend and his dad standing in the door half cracked to prevent the dog from going out laughing in a fun innocent way when I say just as if that is anything to feel shameful for dude that was a heavy hitter I did not know that that was gonna go there I thought I was just gonna tell you the story but that was quite profound for myself like my eyes feel very happy glittery right now to it feels like a really full circle moment and I don't know I know we all come from different walks of life and we have different expectations put on us in different circumstances and different forms of encouragement but I hope that in some way that liberates you in the ways that you might be judging yourself for your form of work because you deserve to have a form of work that you are excited about and that feels meaningful to you because it is possible and it can look any which way I often think about 
I have a friend. I have a friend that works for a large car company and he loves his job and I can see how much he loves his job and exudes from him. He is so meant for this job and this job involves more of the standard nine to five lifestyle. So I look at him and I'm like, he loves what he's doing and I'm so happy for him. Like that's so profound that he is in this zone of his life where he is truly meant to be and he's able to use his knowledge and his skills and his interests and his passions and his creativity and the way that his brain works exactly in the way that it's always meant to be. It's He's like in his genius. And then I think about there used to be this cookie company and I'm pretty sure it still exists. I'm pretty sure it's doing better than ever. But there is this cookie company that started on Instagram. And I remember looking at this company and it was run by this one girl and I don't know where it's at now. But I remember thinking how cool that her whole life is making cookies and she's making money to support herself and she's doing something that she loves and she's also providing such a source of joy for other people. Like how amazing is it to be able to indulge in they were custom cookies, so that makes it even better, but indulge in this cookie that someone else made, and then you're able to support her. And I would think of these different scenarios in my brain of all the ways that people were pursuing a career and the different shapes and forms that that showed up and using it to kind of help myself break out of that mindset of what I thought that I needed to be doing in order for my job to be worth it in order for my job to be something that I could feel proud of. And I used to say with my personal training business, anytime someone would ask me like what I did, I would just say I'm a personal trainer and just leave it at that. I would try to say as minimal words about it as possible. And now what I wish that I could say, if I could go back and people ask me what I do, I wish I could say that I change people's lives because that's really what my personal training business was. I change people's lives, I empower them, I help them push to what it is that, push them beyond whatever it is that they thought was even possible for themselves. And that's what I do for a living. That's what I do from posting on my Instagram. I help people, I help them feel good. And that's worth everything. And that's something that I can put my trust behind. And that's the energy that I wanna have behind anything else that I do. Whether I am selling farts in a jar <laughs> or I am a, a DJ in Ibiza or I am an accountant or I work at a surf shop or I stock shelves at a grocery store, regardless of the job, I want to have the, the audacity to just stand behind it. And that was something that I missed for the majority, if not all of my young adult life. And it's something that's been really holding me back and something that weighed me down. And it feels good to break beyond that. Heavy hitter. I thought that was going to be a throwaway. I thought that one was going to be like, oh, the other ones were more profound than that one. Yo, that was a good one. I'm going to have to have a sip of tea. Okay. I'm going to move on to the second one. The second one happened when I was over my 26th birthday. So my 26th birthday would have been 2021. And I was in Puerto Vallarta 
Puerto Vallarta, Puerto Vallarta, Puerto Vallarta, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico with my boyfriend. First time ever. We were staying at this gorgeous resort and it was honestly one of the best vacations I've ever had. I felt so good in my body because I had been training for the strong lifting meets and I had gotten so strong and I just felt like such a damn badass. My business was booming and I had this wonderful community around me that I was obsessed with and things were just good. I was on vacation with my absolute best friend, my boyfriend. Every single night we would have so much fun getting dressed up, taking pictures, and then we would go and have dinner, have some drinks, have a great conversation, lots of laughs. All in all, a grand old time. So like I said, this was a vacation where I was feeling really good. And I think it probably was one of the first vacations that I had ever been on where I felt as good as I did, where I felt like I was proud of my skin. I felt excited to dress myself up. I felt comfortable to wear the things that I was wearing and to stand true and to stand strong and to not worry so much about what other people think, as you can see that it is slash was a common trend in my life, which is feeling very self-conscious. So every single night I would take pictures because I was feeling myself and I cherish all of those pictures that I have. But I remember one specific night and it either was the night of my birthday or the night before. Maybe it was the night of my birthday. I don't remember the exact night. But I remember I was trying to take pictures of myself, trying to snap the snap the outfit, snap the makeup, snap the moment. And I was just hating every single picture. I like couldn't get a picture that I liked. And it was bogging me down. Because again, although I had been riding such a high all week long, I was self-conscious and I don't know, it never feels good to be trying to take a picture and you just can't, you just can't snap it. You're like, this looks nothing like what I think that I look like. And then it starts messing with your head. And then you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then my mood's tanking. And then I feel like, well, maybe I don't actually look like that because when I try to take the picture, it just doesn't look right. And then it starts, it starts playing tricks with yourself. And I was getting really, really down. And John comes over to me. I don't know if he should just like sense what's going on or if I told him that I can't get a good picture of myself. And he just says this to me and he'd be saying the darndest, the darndest shit. Sometimes I'm like, you don't know how fucking wise that was what you just said. But he says to me, he says, well, you know, what about the sunset? He says, do you feel like when you take a picture of the sunset that it looks as good as the actual sunset? And I was like, no. Like, I never feel like when I take a picture of the sunset that I'm actually capturing what it is that I see in front of me. It always looks way better in real life than it does on my phone, which now my phone's so advanced, I feel like the sunset does look pretty legit. But I will say that the sunset looks better in real life than it does in a picture. And he says, well, why can't that be the same for you? You can look really good in real life, but maybe you're not able to snap a good picture, but that doesn't mean that you don't actually look good in real life. And dude, when I tell you that this literally has changed my life forever, like I no longer sweat taking a picture because of that moment in time where I'm like, oh, the sunset. Think of the sunset. 
Does the sunset look as good in the picture? No, it looks better in real life. Carly, you look better in real life. If the phone can't capture it, if you can't get the right angle. Oh, too sad. Too sad. Just live in the moment. Look at yourself in the mirror. You look hot. You look good. You always look pretty. And if someone thinks otherwise, screw them. But you're not going to be one of them. <laughs> I have a sip of tea to that. I'm going to add on to this little piece of advice, too, with my own little game that I started playing with myself a few years back that has really helped me too with my own self-image and the game that I play is when I'm out and about and I see other women particularly because I'm comparing myself to the woman experience when I go out and I see other women whether I'm at the beach or I'm at a coffee shop or I'm out at a restaurant when people are dressed up I am only ever smitten by what I see. I'm only ever thinking, wow, what a cute outfit. Wow, her hair looks great. Wow, her makeup is beautiful. Wow, she looks like she's having fun. I am never picking her body apart. Not once, not ever. I'm never making comments about her body. I am never questioning her beauty. I am never, I don't think those things about the strangers that pass me by. I only ever observe the beauty that they are exuding. And these women women in general come in all shapes and sizes it's not like there's one it's not like i'm like if if i only see one particular woman have one particular body type one particular beauty standard then i'm like oh she's pretty but everyone else here is ugly like no i don't think that way and that has helped me with myself because i can be my own worst critic and think that oh this would be better if X, Y, and Z. I can only wear this if X, Y, and Z. I can only show up or go out if I am put together in a certain way. Maybe I'm judging myself for... Honestly, particularly, when it comes to wearing something more tight, something that's more exposing, am I the most critical? Where I'm thinking, oh, I should only wear those things under these exact circumstances if I'm not bloated if it's this time of month, if this is shaved, if this isn't shaved. And I had all these parameters around when I was allowed to do things because then that's when it would look the best. All of those things have gone out the window. And I recognize too, and this is something I was thinking about the other day on the beach, was it definitely helps to live in a city where I'm constantly exposed to people. I There are people around me all of the time. I go out anywhere and I'm going to run into all types of people. It helps too that what I particularly do for work, post on social media, utilize social media, especially when I was in like the the depths of being this fitness personal trainer. And you see other fitness personal trainer Instagram influencers on Instagram. And obviously they know their angles, they know how they're gonna look the best. You see them on Instagram, they look one certain way. And that's not to say that they don't look that way in person. But I see them in person. I'm like, oh, like they're just a person. They're a person just like anyone else. They get bloated too. They get acne. They have days where they don't feel good. They have days where they don't even want to take pictures or videos because they are just, it's not the day for them. And that has really helped me too. Because it's kind of taken away maybe any sort of, part of me that would ever look at social media and be like wow they are so perfect how is that possible 
blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like, no, social media doesn't show the full picture. And that helps me to just breathe easier. Like, I don't, I don't even have these thoughts anymore. So it's kind of in a way weird to talk about because I am having to take myself back. But I know that it's something that people still struggle with. Moving on, I'm probably going to cut some of that stuff out. The third piece of advice was much more recent. It happened July, August of this year. And I was back home this summer and this particular night, I was going to go hang out with my uncle and his boyfriend in their apartment in the city. And it's something that we've been talking about for a long time. And it was now finally the lead up. We had all these ideas of things that we wanted to do. They were asking us questions of the things that we like to eat, their favorite things to drink, all of that jazz. I show up to their apartment. It was a sleepover hangout. And they had purchased nearly everything that I had mentioned that I said that I enjoyed and loved. And they had also bought us dinner. And I kept saying, like, I felt so spoiled. Like, I felt so spoiled. I felt there's no, I just felt spoiled. The next morning we woke up, they had made breakfast and had made some breakfast for us. I kept expressing my gratitude for what it is that they had done for us. Carry on, a few days go by and my uncle's boyfriend calls me and he's like, hey, I want to talk to you about something. It's been on my mind ever since our hangout. And I was like, sure, what's up? And he told me, he told me, he said, don't feel special. You shouldn't feel special. He says, you know what you kept saying with us buying you food and paying for your dinner and getting your order and making your breakfast, all of those things you kept saying, like, we're making you feel special. Don't feel special because that is how you deserve to be treated. Like that should be the standard of the way that you were treated, the way that people take care of you. And that shook me like a bag of rocks. It rocked me to my core because in no other circumstance ever in my life has anyone ever said that to me or presented that information to me in my way, in that way that I simply deserve to be taken care of and I simply deserve to have my preferences considered and I simply deserve to let someone else take the reins to be able to it's not even about just like showing up to a space but like the consideration from someone else of what my enjoyment would be it like gives me chills in my lady bits (laughs) It gives me chills in my lady bits. It makes me feel like very lit up to think about because I had never thought about that that way. I had never thought about truly the way that I deserved to be respected, truly the way that I deserve to be taken care of, the way that I deserve my people in my life to want to love on me. And that's not to say that no one else has. Like I can like even saying this right now, like my mother is such like a great example of this. Like, and that's her freaking pride and joy is to make people feel special, make people feel loved. And I guess in a way it's a reflection too of how I treat others and how they deserve to be treated. 
and how I can be better at treating them the way that they deserve. But for him to be like, don't feel special. Don't feel special. This is what you deserve was just mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. I'm never going to forget that. I'm always going to be changed. My standards are always going to be... I'm going to be aware of my standards now, and I'm going to be able to be a better person because of that moment in time. Now, the fourth one, fourth and final, was more recent, probably happened in September of this year, September 2022. And it was in a YouTube video. So it didn't even involve me. I was just simply watching a YouTube video. And in this YouTube video, it was by a woman named Kelsey Kreppel. And she does vlogs on YouTube, but she recently started a podcast. And this specific vlog was her talking about her establishing her podcast, setting up for it, all of those things. And her boyfriend's name is, her fiance's name is Cody Co. And he is someone that has his own podcast. He has been doing YouTube. Like he has just been creating content for years and years and years on end. And it's more new for Kelsey in comparison to Cody. So Cody was helping her out. And in the one particular segment of the video, she was recording an intro song for her podcast. And she's kind of laughing. She's kind of nervous. It's kind of, in a way, embarrassing to be in that vulnerable position of making this silly song that you're going to utilize to be in a podcast and you're also recording it, all of that jazz. So she's laughing and she's saying that it feels cringe. It feels cringe for her to be doing it. And Cody just says like in a snap, he goes, is it cringe when I do it? Is it cringe when I do it? And she said, no. And then he said, so it's not cringe. And I was like, holy hell, holy hell, what? What? The audacity? The audacity. I was like, that just cured. I'm going to use that forever on now. Anytime I want to do anything, even recording this podcast right now, but anytime I do anything, I'll just think, is it cringe when someone else does it? So why is it cringe when I do it? Why do I have to shame myself for it? Why do I have to feel embarrassed? It's not cringe for me to do it. Winnie? 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 Psst. Anyway, um, so yeah, those were the four life-changing advice, scenarios, words that have changed my life because that's what life-changing advice does. It changes your life that I wanted to share, that I often think back on, that have just helped cure so many of the things that have plagued me in my life. And I hope that they're able to be of benefit to you. As always, I love to hear from you guys. So if you want to talk about anything, if you want to share with me, which if any were the most impactful for you or want to elaborate on any of them, you can DM me at Carly Petritus on Instagram. I'm always so eager to hear what you guys think and to just keep on chatting away about the topics that were discussed. If you enjoy the podcast, it really helps me out. If you leave a review, if you share with friends, family, on your social, and I 
I am so excited, as always, to keep going, keep recording. I have a really juicy one for next week that I think that will be really fun for us all. But until then, I hope that you enjoy your week, weekend, day, night, wherever you are, whatever you're up to. Own yourself. Own what you're doing. Own your choices because you deserve to live the life that you feel proud of. There is no one cut cut in stone way of doing life. If it doesn't look like what other people are doing, that doesn't mean what you're doing is wrong. You are way more beautiful than you give yourself credit for. There is so much beauty in you that other people can see that we are often blind to ourselves. You deserve to be spoiled. You deserve to have your preferences considered. You deserve to be loved on. And lastly, it's not cringe. It is not cringe for you to do the things that you want to do, for you to be a little silly and quirky and all of that jazz. All right. I love you so much. Goodbye.